Okay, good evening ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to meeting three, which is an extraordinary meeting of Frodham Town Council. It's 1900 hours on Monday the 10th of June. Uh, I'd just like, uh, as normal with practice why I'm chair, to do a quick round the table for people to introduce themselves so anyone listening to the podcast of this meeting can uh, put names to faces or, or whatever. Uh, I'm Alan Alton, I'm councillor for Castle Park Ward and I'm the present chair of Frodham Town Council. I'm Joe Donahue and I'm the town clerk. Councillor Judith Critchley, Lakes Ward. Councillor Donna Critchley, Lakes Ward. Bill Stockton, Five Crosses. Andrew Dawson, Lakes Ward. Uh, Bernadette Wade, Waterside Ward. Deborah Austin Jones, Waterside Ward. Thank you very much. Um, so on to the agenda of meeting three and item 39 on the agenda is apologies for absence. We have apologies from uh, Councillor Lord Pennington, Councillor Ashton, Councillor Neild and Councillor Poulton. Okay, does that leave any other councillors that are not present and have not sent apologies? Yeah. Okay, I'd uh, just like to point out, uh, just a point, uh, especially to new members of the council, that uh, of course if you can't make meetings, which does happen, uh, we all have lives outside the council, it's important that you let us know uh, that you're not attending because we do actually keep an attendance register which is published each year. Um, so it's good practice to, if possible, I appreciate that there are times when people can't send apologies because something happens at the last minute. Um, but I, I would ask you to uh, bear that in mind. Thank you. Um, item 40 on the agenda then is decorations of interest. Uh, looking down the agenda I have no decorations of interest uh, at present but as usual reserve the right to declare that should it be uh, need to be done so. Uh, can we go around the table? Anyone else got any decorations Same of interest? Same for me, nothing at the present. Same for me, nothing at the present. Same. Okay, that's non-recorded, Joe. Okay. Um, Forty-one. We have right for the public to speak. Joe, I believe there are two members of the public who want to speak this evening, both on the same subject of uh, co-option. Okay, this is about co-option in general. It's not a request to be co-opted. We're not taking requests for co-option tonight. We are just talking about how we're moving forward with co-option. Okay, so whoever would like to speak first, if you could come to the end of the table. Um, Andrew, could you maybe slide that microphone up a bit, or if there's another sure. one there, we could. I'll keep hold of this so it doesn't become disconnected. Although the audio is very good, you know, we don't want you not to be heard. Okay, if you'd just like to introduce yourself and um, how long are we allowing for each person to speak? Three minutes. Three you minutes. Know, you can have a seat if you like. Yeah, by all means have a seat, don't stand on ceremony. <laughs> okay, off you go. Hi, um, I'm Lucy Sumner. There's some familiar faces in the room, some less so. I just wanted to speak to you all this evening because I know you're voting on co-option this evening. Um, I see a lot of different people around the room, we've all got different experiences, different backgrounds, different strengths that we can all bring to the table. Uh, we've got Liam who's not here tonight representing the 20-somethings, but I'm kind of thinking, well, where are the 30-somethings? Where, where are all the mums and dads with young children? Well, they're probably at home, uh, very stressed, trying to put them all to bed. <laughs> However, 
Um, I know it's not necessarily, I'm representing myself this evening, but there, there are people whose demographic isn't necessarily represented in the room at the moment, and um, I would like an opportunity to be able to apply for the role of co-option. I know I'm not necessarily selling myself this evening, but um, I would like the opportunity to be able to apply. So uh, I'm asking you all if you'd please consider that, I'd be most grateful. Okay. Um, I've sent to you, yeah. Lucy, I believe, a copy of the co-option procedure. Yes. So once yes. the council have made the decision as to how they're going to proceed with this, um, that, that form is available for you to complete. Yes. Should that. the council decide to go that way. That's, thank you very much, thank you. Um, so that's kind of all I really wanted to say, really. If, uh, I'd be most grateful if you'd consider it. Okay, thank you very much for that, Lucy. I, I um, you know, un underline as well, uh, you know, that it's good to have a full cross-section of, of everybody in Frodium. So thank you very much for the points you've made there. Thank you. Um, Joe, second. There is, there is another. Hey. Yeah. Who would like to speak? Okay. Uh, similar lines to Lucy really, I'm a mum with teenage boys and I don't think there's many um, in this room that have you know, a, uh, you know, a, a variety of different experiences through you know, living in Frodham over 20 years so I thought I'd just speak to say that you know, I'd like to, to be considered to you know, be able to apply to be co-opted. Um, and also because I did do a nomination as well for, you know, election as well and um, the people, you know, 330 people voted too so I just thought, you know, it'd be nice for me to uh, to apply, to co-opt really, and that's it. Okay, thank you very much for that. Okay, any other requests to speak then, Joe? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, no. Okay, thank you very much. Um, are the microphones okay where they are, Andrew? Are you quite yes, happy with that one there, yeah? Um, we're now going on to item 42, which is the internal order report. And this is a note uh, to note the report and agree actions. Okay, everyone got a copy that needs a copy, yeah? The report was received today, which is why you've not had it previously by email, but I will get it posted up on the website. So, from the um, audit, there are three issues which arose. Uh, first of all is the risk assessment. I've put a note in the follow-up column, which is the action that I'm proposing to take, but anyway. The risk assessment was reviewed on the 31st of the 3rd, 18 and again on the 15th of the 4th, 19. However, it didn't happen between the 1st of April, 18, and the 31st of March, 19. So that is why there is a comment on that. Um, I've now scheduled the risk assessment to be reviewed in September, so that will avoid that issue in the following year. The current level of Fidelity Insurance is 500,000. Fidelity Insurance is cover for anything or anybody running off with the cash. And it's covered by Zurich Insurance. Um, it was recommended that that is raised from 500,000. I've spoken with Zurich today, and there are step increases in Fidelity, fidelity Insurance. Yeah. The next step is, 100, 000, is a million. 
So I've upped the fidelity to a million. There'll be no charge for this year, 1920. Next year, 2021, there'll be a £30 additional fee to cover the, um, the amount of cover. Again, I'm scheduling that for review in September at the same time as the risk assessment so that uh, we are annually reviewing that fidelity amount and whether that needs to change. The auditor pulled up that there was no listing of outstanding room hall hire debtors maintained on an ongoing basis and that that should be maintained. Uh, you know, admin officer and I have now put that in place and there is a spreadsheet which is covering um, the amount of outstanding hall hire charges which will be there at the end of the year. Moving on from that, the, inter the interim report has already been reported on, but I know that we've got quite a few members, so I've included that here as well. So at some point during the year, there was a withdrawal of 40,000 from the business select saver into the Hob Hay Wood account, which was made in error. That incorrect transfer error was identified and corrected, and I believe it was reported to the council at the time. Um, now, the suggestion here is that we should be looking at having every payment that's entered into the accounts double-checked by another, another member of staff. So, uh, Admin Officer and I are now doing that. Um, there was an issue with procurement, and it was recommended that the National Association Council model financial regulations were put in place. These were implemented on the 24th of April, 19. So that's been covered. Uh, right, there were some queries relating to quotations for play area equipment at Fountains Lane. Um, and the auditor was unable to find the third quote at the time when he came in to do the audit. So we've now got procedures in place, filing, to make sure that all quotations for all works are properly filed. Uh, the asset register, again, that was pulled up, which was included in the full audit as well, and that has now been um, implemented. Uh, so there were some items that hadn't been added to the asset register, which were new items that were purchased, 1819 uh, play area equipment and a speed gun. Um, the minutes were previously stating that payments and bank reconciliations are noted and the auditor requested that rather than saying noted, it, it specifically said approved. So again, that's been disappointed. Any queries? Andrew, thank you. Um, number one, the bank accounts. Um, can you talk me through the Hobhain Wood bank accounts and whether uh, what, what is them and what they represent? whether they have been rationalised. How do you mean? Well, no, so on it says here, the transfer of £40,000 was made into the Hobhay Wood charity. It was made in error. So I presume there is a Hobhay Wood bank account. Yeah. Okay. What the uh, previous clerk had transferred some of the money from the um, bank accounts into the, well, she thought she'd done, into the investment account mm -hmm. and had accidentally, when you put, pull up the list of payees on the list, all the bank accounts are listed and it pulled up that one. 
Um, so she paid it into the wrong account and then immediately realised what she'd done and transferred it out back into the right account and it was reported to council. The, this is when we just agreed to set up an investment account yeah. and uh, the money was being transferred in blocks. We couldn't do a single massive transfer of funds. What I'm actually more worried about is the idea of rationalising the number of bank accounts because the status of the money in the charity account is actually going to be different from the status of the money in other accounts. Which That's where right. I'm actually heading with this. Not very much in the Hobbe Wood uh, account. Can, can we just clarify, the Hobbe Wood account we're talking about is not the new friends of Hobbe Wood, no, it's the account that was set up in 2000 and... To do with the charity trust. It, it's, yeah, and, uh, you know, and that money has lay there for quite a it's period of time. Just over a thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I think it's a thousand and twenty-five, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Because that was one of the, the problems we had, that we couldn't move that and, and move it into the new Hobbe Wood. There was difficulties the there. Hobbe Wood friends, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Does that answer like the question? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So okay. when that money was moved across, you say it was noticed straight away, are we talking minutes, days? Or? I think it was minutes. Oh, right, yeah. okay. okay. So just help me with this rationalisation of the number of bank accounts, though. How many do we have, and are we clear that we can rationalise them, because we clearly can't rationalise the Hob Haywood charity account and any other charity account? But that's just gone back to what it was. It was no, literally... No, rationalisation strikes me we're going to be cutting down the number of bank accounts, so that was the... Well, we, we I don't see how we. I, I don't understand how we could do that because each each one of those accounts. I think there's three of them are all set up under Hob Haywood, um, and relating to that particular charity account. So as for rationalising them, well, we what were you suggesting that we just have one account that? No, I, I'm not because there are. Th as I remember, I'm, I haven't seen it lately. That there are at least two, probably three charity schemes and therefore those three bank accounts should remain. There's a separate argument that we should rationalise our charities, and if we did, we could rationalise our bank accounts. Uh, but if we haven't rationalised our charity schemes, then I would strongly advise that they stay separate. Right, as they are now. Could I suggest that maybe Joe could go away and just do a little note of yeah. our bank accounts and circulate it to councillors? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. do, do you want something separate, Andrew, for That's the fine. charity funds yeah. or just well, bank accounts? I think it would be sensible if we all knew what the accounts were. Yeah. 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 Right, uh, yes I can do that, no yeah, problem. I'll also provide you with a copy of the bank statement so that you can see. Well, I don't need, I don't need bank statement, I just need a figure to say we've got this bank account with this name. Mm. Mm. I, don't, yeah. I don't want the details that I can operate it. Okay. Forgive my ignorance because I'm going to ask probably a very stupid No, 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 go When you talk about fidelity insurance, okay, somewhere. Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah. on yeah. the second page, yeah. Um, and you say someone could run after the money. What money are we talking about? Could run after everything that's in the bank account. We're I mean, talking about major, major theft or fraud. I mean, it's. I think a figure of speech, really, that. But if something went untoward and, and we well, lost, it says if it got hacked. Or yeah, like you that. know, somebody got into the account and moved it into a, a, an account. Someone in hacked South, into the account. Yeah, in, into account you know account. South American account or something. Yeah. What do you, do you mean mine? Um, <laughs> I'm John. I'll, well, I, yeah, I, we're on tape, I better not be flipping. Oh. <laughs> go on then, I'll say no, maybe mine, but there you go. Um, 
Yeah, okay. I mean, that, to be honest with you, hopefully, you know, we're insured of something that's a, a billion to one chance of ever happening. But, uh, you, you know, the fact that the renewal is only rising £30 and we're getting it free this year, I think for an extra million pounds seems these days quite good value, doesn't it, really? I think we're in an unusual situation because we've had to amass quite a lot of money to cover the refurbishment of the Elizabeth yeah. War Memorial, yeah. which is probably why it's taken us over the 500,000. Yeah. Yeah. I can't see that happening again in another year. No, no. To the untrained eye, it could seem that we're quite flush in money at the moment, but, but most of that money, as usual, is committed, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Can okay, I ask sorry, John, then, go ahead. Are you happy? to uh, accept that you've noted the report and the actions that I've put onto the form that uh, you approved. Yeah. yeah, I mean, although there's quite, you know, a number of issues there, I think most of them are quick fixes, aren't they? You know? And I think it's, it's been, in Joe's defence, um, a lot of that sort of end of year, we were without um, a permanent yeah. clerk. Yeah. Joe was only here working for a few hours a week as a locum and now she's in post full time, which is certainly pulling things together. Um, just before we leave it, uh, Park Lane, um, we, you say we only got two quotations. Was that because it was specialist and we couldn't find a third? No, we had three. We did have a three. But the yeah. third one. Pat, do you happen to know, because you were very hands on with this, who the yeah. people that quoted? There was Wickstead. Um, we had Kalu. Kalu. Um, I think. Can't think who the third one was, oh, but we. Actually, yeah, we definitely did. Wickstead. Wickstead actually put the uh, junior the yeah. toddler player, yeah, yeah. and then the we had the outdoor playdale. We had the outdoor play area that put in the. Um, I, I mean, I'm happy with that. It, it was just that I thought that maybe the reason that only two quotations could be found, because I know in the past when, when we've invited specialist quotations, we've found difficulty in getting yeah. a number of companies. Come back to you on that, though, George. What we yes. yeah. 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 It might just be a little caveat to add on yeah. to, to who it was. Yeah. Okay. Is that duly noted, then, yeah. folks? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you. And to note that the internal auditor has actually signed page three, so the document has been signed up. There's the original. That was received back today. Okay, thank you. Um, okay, item 43 uh, is to complete and approve section one of the annual governance section. This is a third page of the report, uh, which is uh, agreeing that the council has prepared its accounting statements in accordance with the accounts and audit regulations. It has made proper arrangements and accepted responsibility for safeguarding public money. It has has only done what it has the legal power to do and has completed, compiled, complied with proper practices. During the year, any per people who have been interested have had the opportunity to inspect the accounts and ask any questions. The Council has considered and documented the financial and other risks it face, faces and dealt with them properly. The Council has arranged for a competent person, independent of the financial controls and procedures, to give an objective view on whether internal controls meet the needs of the smaller authority. The Council has responded to matters brought to its attention by the Internal and External Audit. 
The council has disclosed everything it should have done about its business activity during the year, including events taking place after the year end. And finally, the council has met all its responsibility as a corporate body, uh, sole managing trustees and local trust or trusts. So I have ticked all of those boxes to say that the council has carried that out. So if you are happy with that, it requires a, a signature of the chairman and clerk before it can be sent off to um, not BDL. Can I just ask that it's noted that I'm abstaining from any approval because I obviously wasn't involved in anything that went on in the past and I think it would be a little bit wrong if I get involved in the approval process for this. Okay, that can be noted, yeah. Do you need a vote on this, uh, John? Yes, I do, because I need to. Okay, so the, the, the Yeah, the proposal. Well, go on, yeah, Jude. I'll propose. Yeah, I'll is everybody happy with what we're proposing? Uh, yeah, it's uh, word, word for word, it's um, item 43. So, uh, Councillor Judith Critchley's proposing it. Can we have a seconder for that? And Councillor Donna Critchley is seconding it. And can we have a show of hands on that, please? Can I ask my abstention to be noted? Okay, so all, all present are in favour and noted that Andrew is abstaining for the reason that he's given. So I'll go ahead and uh, sign my passport all that, keeping it in the box, isn't it? Okay, thank you. Um, so we're now on to item 44 which is income and expenditure accounts, to review and approve the income and expenditure accounts for the year 2018-19. This is a, a three-page document. Yeah. Hopefully you've all had a chance to have a yeah, look. I've, uh, I've gone through that. Has everyone had a chance to have a look at that document? Yeah. So the proposal then is to approve the income and expenditure accounts. Uh, we have somebody to know. Okay. Uh, Could I ask a question? Yes, certainly. Yeah. Um, do you want to take a step back then before we go through the proposal? Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah. Just okay. And it's it's. From my personal knowledge, and yeah, um, I notice we have a lottery grant. Is that a grant from the lottery of eight thousand five two nine? Is that correct? That was for except for the adult too. Yeah. 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 And we had we have one this year for four thousand seven fifty three. For this year, I right, think we've it got says 18, grant. Yeah. So all the didn't Lynn and Andrew give you some money from the the members' budget for yeah, Little Park, but it wasn't the lottery, was it? It was. Yeah, I think budget. this has been combined. The um, the accountant has combined the two together, so I'd have to split them up. I'd have to find you the details. Okay, okay it's just I'm just. Well, you need to do whatever you need to do, mm. but I, I'm wondering, is that does that vary, and who makes that decision? Is that a decision from government or from lottery, or what is that? Why is it dropped? Well, uh, each application is made 
in, in its own merits and right. we were lucky enough to, yeah. to get a lottery but that's not that's not revenue that was capital lottery grants there's no annual revenue connected with that right. if we want money this year then we, we, we would have to, to reapply yes yeah, so uh, I think some of that Cheshire West money from the members budget might have also been for the um, Halloween party right, right. yeah just that's no, right. don't mind interest in that specific item please As in the grants remember who would have authorized it on the other side yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Cheshire West members gave some money to top the grant up because yeah, the um, the money from uh, the lottery didn't quite meet. Yeah, uh, I've got all the paper. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, as Judith said, uh, the Cheshire West members gave money to the annual, well, what will be the annual Halloween uh, event oh, as well. Okay. So, but if we want money this year, we. We need to speak nicely to Cheshire West members again or make another lottery application. Um, and the other question is that the Mayor's Fund was 5,000. 5,000. And it's zero for this year. Ah, right. That's the, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the amount of money that the previous outgoing Mayor, Frank, made while he was Mayor. And the reason it's showing zero at the moment because Liam will declare how much the charity he's made at the end of this year. Am I right, Judith? Well, when Mally Colton was mayor, all of his money went through FTC accounts. Right. In following years, I think you you chose to manage your yeah, own fund. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We bought a third party in to manage ours. Yeah, Frank managed his own. Yeah. Mally didn't want to handle that money. And no, no. Handle money, so it was done through. Right. Well, I'm a right in saying that's why that figure's showing zero, zero at the moment. Okay, and, and that may remain zero if yeah. the present mayor Liam decides to, you know, that that money's not not being handled, so to speak, yeah. by as as councillor Mally Bowden. Sure, thank yeah. you. And the last one, I hope, is the grants. What are the grants, please? And it, it it's gone from three thousand nine six three to 9795. It will be 9795. Are those grants from government or from Cheshire West or what is it? Uh, part of it is made up of, I can't remember what it's called now, there is a grant element of, pre, on top of the preset was a grant element which is... Section 106? No, no. No, it's... Uh, so is it from Cheshire West, some money we get? Is that in simple terms what it is? I'll, I'll, again, I'll have to look up the specifics for you and let oh, you have okay. that. We have it's, some money from the Police and Crime Commissioner. Yeah, that yeah. wasn't included in here oh, because it? it didn't come oh, in until right. after the end of the financial right. year. Okay. So but I'll have to find you the specifics. But again, the grants figure is always going to vary depending on whether sure, the council sure. applied for But I'm wondering what it is and why it goes mm. up or down. Mm. Depending on what the council applied for. So if the council had applied for a grant, for example, through big lotteries, then that would be in. And if they didn't apply for the next year, the amount would be zero. Well, logically, you would apply every year for everything. You can't, you can't apply. Sometimes you bring fence out of and, and very much so. I mean, you know, you, you're probably all, already aware, but as a local authority, we are ring-fenced out of a lot ah. of grant aid simply because we're a local authority. And okay. It's seen as giving that grant aid to the, to the council, if you like. I see. So that's one reason, one of many reasons, why friends groups are very important because they're not ringed out of, ring-fenced out of applications. So we can, you know, encourage 
Um, you know, and I was involved with some very successful ones years ago in the Chester area, where you know we set up friend or we we helped friends groups to set up to enable them to get monies in, which we would have not been able to get as a local authority. Okay. And and as with the big lotteries, is a lottery because you applied doesn't sure. mean to say you would get any funding at all. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, I think. I think Pat can testify that it's trying to get grant song. aid is is absolutely yeah, nightmare. Yeah, especially it's, with the wind farm. Yeah, it's you and a million more organisations as well, all after that same pound, you know. Um, okay, so yep. if we can, if, is that happy with that or I'm, yeah, I'm right? Fine. So we can go back to the um, uh, original proposal. Um, was to approve the statement uh, and again I think Councillor Judith yeah. Critchley agreed to propose that. If we can have a seconder, I'll, I'll second that then um, and if we can have a show of hands on that please. You don't mind abstention on the same basis as before please. Okay, that's duly noted and uh, all in favour. Can I just check with the learning clerk that you have noted the interest in the item on the grants? You have got that on your own. Yeah, but yeah. I'm going to specifically explain what those grants were and what it was used for. Yes. Um, okay. Um, item 46 then is um, co-option to fill councillor vacancies, as you're aware. Um, can you do 45? Have I missed 45? <laughs> oh, there you go. We're so excited about all this financial stuff. I've left <laughs> that one behind. Uh, annual return section 2, accounting statement, uh, to approve the accounting statement in section 2 of the annual report. And this is this one that has the final figures on for the end of the year, uh, and again uh, the accountant has prepared those figures. So, uh, could I have a proposer and a seconder, and then the chairman can sign. Um. Seeing as I'm signing, can I, am I okay to propose? So I propose that. Can I have a seconder? Councillor Pat Williamson seconds it. And can we have a show of hands on that, please? I can get my abstention. The same. Okay. Um, can you sign there, please, on that bottom one? Oh, are you in black? Yeah. Yes, it is. It's a blue <laughs> pen, but it's right in black. That's why you scared me then. <laughs> Okay. Um, right. So, item forty-six. Uh, Co-option to fill council vacancies. We, we uh, this item is to consider whether to immediately advertise the vacancies, or whether to suspend that for an agreed period of time. Um, I think we talked about the rules, if you like, on co-option and when it could, when we could start the process if council are in favour of that at the last meeting. Uh, does anyone need any further information on that? How many vacancies are there? Uh, presently we have three vacancies, yeah, I'm right, in three different wards. We have one vacancy in Castle Park Ward, one vacancy in Waterside, and one vacancy in Overton and Five Crosses. Um, the Lakes Ward is... Fully is, staffed. It's fully staffed. Yeah. <laughs> Must be a good place. Yeah. Um, so really then, the, the consideration is whether to go ahead immediately and fill these vacancies or if council feels otherwise uh, to suspend it for an agreed um, time. Um, Judith, if you'd like to start off the discussion. Um, I 
would just like us to say, as you know, public speakers said, we need to attract more people. I wouldn't want to rush into this without advertising it and giving people time to find out about what it involves and you know, put a considered application in. I take the point that we've made. Um, we have had young, much younger people on the council. We've had parents with young children, and parents with teenage children, and they found it very, very difficult to maintain that work-life balance and serve the council. But I wouldn't want to discourage them from applying, so I would like to see it advertised fairly mm. widely, not just on the internet, because you know a lot of people don't have mm. internet access. Mm. So, you know, maybe with the view to getting in, say, um, where are we, the July edition of Frog and Life, and maybe encompass an article about the new council in that to give people more information about what's involved, with a view to co-opting at the September meeting. Then we're not, you know, bouncing yeah, people yeah. into it. Yeah, I, I, you know, without playing devil's advocate or what, I, I would personally like to see the council up to full strength. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's important. And the reasoning behind that is really to underpin what Councillor Judith Critchley has just said, is that there is a lot of work involved and the less councillors we've got, the more requirement there is for people to attend committees. You know, I, I've always stressed when I was chair, you know, since being chair and before, that the majority of this council's business is done through committees. And although we try and keep those committees, uh, you know, to a minimum, some of them have quite large workloads. Um, and then we also have working parties that are set up to deal with specific issues throughout the year. And, uh, you know, nobody makes me do it with a pointed stick in the back, but I know there's several people around this where we, we've literally been three committee meetings in a week on consecutive nights. And again, nobody's made me do it, but I've, tra you know, I've travelled back from Yorkshire to attend meetings when I've been working bit fire service up there and um, you know it can be very difficult so I'm very very keen to get the council up to f full strength and to encourage people to, to join committees and you, you know take part in it but also I want to make sure that we're not sitting here in three months time doing deja vu doing this exercise again because people have decided to come on and, and I'm not just you know name it's referring to people who have made the statements earlier, somebody, you know, decides to apply and then they find they can't meet the commitments. I think over, over the last four year term we did have a big turnover of councils. We did. And unfortunately, uh, you know, it's people like me who are retired that have the time to put mm. in and the, the younger ones find it very, very difficult to give that commitment. So I'd, I really would like to try and sell this to people. Maybe even have a, you know, a, an open day where some of councils can go and talk to people, mm, mm. you know, who show an interest but maybe have not quite made mind whether mm. to be co-opted or not. And we could do that through uh, month or next month or yeah. so. Um, <coughs> I appreciate everything that you're saying, Judith, and everybody's got their own point of view. And I agree with what you said. But I also think that the longer you leave anybody joining, what, whether it's a, a new classroom or whatever it is, I think it's harder for everybody to gel. And I think the sooner that, that it, we introduce new people to the council, I think the better we'll be able to work together. Because, because we're not having meetings every month, it's prolonging it. It's gone out the year. It's going to be over before anybody actually comes into the council. I think the sooner the better. That's my personal opinion anyway. Okay, thanks for that. My instinct is that we, <coughs> it's an instinct, 
if we get another five people, which I would think is very unusual in addition to these two ladies, are we going to do an interview with them? No. No. There is a, there is a co-option procedure. The, 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 the way that basically it, it may I, John? Yeah. The, the the way it works, if you like, is that pe people would would go through the process of applying, and then they would come along to a full council meeting, and they would make a statement uh, as to why they, you know, think we're we're almost like the jury, if you like. Yes. And then it goes to a vote. So we we don't have to accept somebody that comes along for co-option as long as we have valid and legitimate reasons to reject if I can use that then we can do but, but that's how it works we don't actually shine a light in their eyes and ask them questions it's it's very much proactive from their side have you ever rejected anyone uh, yes 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 really uh, within the last three years we've we've had where we've only had one vacancy and we've had two or three people applying for that vacancy, we have actually rejected two people and, and voted for, for one, yeah. Okay. And you can only co-opt up to the number of seats there are. Oh, okay. So if, if there were six people and three seats, you're only going to co-opt three. My, my view is, at this stage, and I understand your point of view, Judith, is I, I agree with you. I think we should take people who volunteered as early as possible. We because still need to go through the process of advertising. It's a formal well, process. I, I, I don't know these ladies, so I don't have a vested interest. But I, I think we should take volunteers on as soon as possible, mm -hmm. in my view. Okay, thank you. Andrew, and then the Bernie. I've just can't understand the advantage of, of prolonging it, really. I think, you know, if we're new on the council, and I think it would just be nice if we were getting more new councillors, then we got it sooner rather than later. And I don't think advertising in this day and age should be a problem. No. With technology and, you know, just local boards and, yeah, word of mouth. There's a vacancy in our ward. We could go out and speak to people and say, would you be prepared to stand? Uh, as long as they fill in the appropriate yeah. forms yeah. and go yeah. through yeah. the process. Yeah. Okay, thank you, Andrew. I'm caught two ways in relation to this. Uh, don't forget, we only just had an election and we've only got 13. Uh, and the opportunity for people to stand was very much then. Um, I do wonder whether we have too many councillors. Uh, we've got, we're down four tonight, in, in addition to you know, 13 minus four in terms of where we are. There's inevitably a core of people who will turn up. Uh, without being rude to anybody who's missing, I suspect people are here are probably going to be largely that core. That's what happens. Um, there could be a good argument for saying we should not reduce our number to 12 and we go to Cheshire West and say, could you do a governance review? But that's a debate to be had. I actually agree that if we are going to co-opt, I agree very much with what uh, Councillor Judith Christian has said, and that is we do need to advertise properly, but it doesn't need to take any time. It can be done very, very quickly. And crucially, of course, we've got the festival in the park on the 7th of July. We're going to have hundreds of people, hopefully thousands of people in Castle Park. What better opportunity than to actually say to people, would you be interested and have nomination forms or whatever is required available to hand out to people uh, in addition to putting it 
you know, throughout your life. And by the time you know we get through to the, the uh, July meeting, inevitably the next meeting is going to be to September. And I think September is probably the earliest we can achieve in any event. And if that's right, let's take every opportunity we can to advertise it as widely as possible. Yes, use word of mouth. Yes, use Festival in the Park. Yes, use Fortune in Life. Let's see how many people are really, really interested. Because the irony would be, if we only get a handful of people coming forward, you do then end up wondering, really, is there an interest? Should we go down to 12? But on the other hand, if we want to recruit the best, the most advertising we could do is how we do it, but without delaying. Okay, uh, parts on Lenburn. Sorry, can I just say something? You know when we, Frodsham was a village, I mean it's a town now isn't it? How many councillors were on the council level? I don't know. Because we've Frank grown in proportion, haven't we? Yes. You know what I mean, in the last ten I would, years. I would assume if there hasn't been a governance review, then it would have been 16. I think it would be, would be 16. So I, can, I think we should go for it, because like you say, not everybody turns up, so you could end up with perhaps two councillors one meeting, so I think the more okay. you've got on a council, yeah. the better um, it is for everyone. Bernie, then Judith, and then I'll, if, if I might, do paraphrase a proposal from all what you said. Could I just yeah. ask how much it would cost to advertise in the Frontium mm. Line? Yeah. It's £180 a half page, £360 That's an awful lot of money to be spending if we're trying to Let's put just back go on, the, on well, the outcome. I'm, I'm sorry, but we do have a lot of elderly people in Frodham, and we can't exclude elderly from this, who don't have internet access. No, no, my, my mum's elderly, she's 87 and lives yeah. in my ward. And a lot of people do like getting their Frodham life. I just think it's a lot of money to spend. Mm if we're saying as a council we haven't got any money. I agree. Yeah. But we do have a responsibility to serve yeah, the community. I, I can appreciate that. It's still three hundred and fifty. But the, the other thing what I put my hand up to say was okay. that anybody who's interested in being co opted okay. is more than welcome to, to join any of our committees and start serving the community. And if you're already a committee member, you've got a flavour of what the council is about and you've got a stronger chance of being co-opted. So we, we do encourage, I mean, we've got um, members of the public that come to the cemetery committee, um, environment committee. So you don't have to be on the council to go to no. a committee meeting? No, and anybody, they, they don't have a vote on the committee, but anybody, and again, I always take a, a, you know, a, a little statement encouraging more, so more they public can, to can they on. contribute? They contribute the vocally, they yeah, can be given tasks uh, to, to do, like environment for instance, we have a guy on environment committee that, that sort of looks after our trees for us and things like that. I'm going to take one last from, uh, from, from yourself Debbie, and then I've noted that there's a member of the public uh, that wishes to speak on this. Um, I'm quite happy for that member of the public to speak, but what we have to do, we have a procedure where we have to suspend standing orders and take a vote on that to allow you to speak. So I, I'm, I'm not passing over by any means. Okay, Debbie? Um, is there an actual legal requirement to advertise it, or can you just put it up on the notice board? I know, do you, are you there's, a, there's a legal requirement to advertise it in a particular way. Yeah. There's, no, it, there's no specification as to where it must be advertised. Okay. But obviously, so it would have to put it on, on the, the website board. and the notice boards, yeah. and then wherever else. So you're not breaking any, any laws by just doing it on the notice board and on the website? website and not no, there. You no, don't no. have to legally put it into the project line. No. no. I, I, I agree with Bernie and I think it will pat. I think it's too much money to spend. Okay. Donna go on then. Quickly. Yes, no. Don't we, don't we have um, um I want I want to say standard order. I don't Service think. level agreement. 
with no, no, with Rotten Life that, that we have so many part pages throughout the year. Was that not as part of promoting function and then we withdrew the budget? We've got, we've got another time budget for PMP. 300, yeah. Okay, so we could go for a... a I think, I think the, the issue there is that Fodgham Life is the only local publication we have anymore. Yeah, it's we don't have a Chester Chronicle or a Runcombe Guardian, do um, we? You know, they're always very good to us when we want to publicise the over-70s bouncers or any consultation. If the magazine folds, then we, we really are stuffed and it's okay. going to be very expensive for any future advertising requirements. Okay, thank you. Um, so, Member of the Public still wishes to speak. So uh, I propose that we spend, uh, suspend standing orders for the time it takes for that member of the public to speak, which again, I will give three minutes for that member of the public to speak. Uh, is everyone happy to suspend standing orders? Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, just on the subject of why people maybe haven't stood before, I've got a lady here who did stand in the elections. It was just unfortunate that five people were standing in one ward. P people don't know before they say which ward they're going to stand for, who else is going to be standing for that ward, but it's just really unfortunate. Um, I myself, I didn't stand at the time of the elections because I had a baby on the 1st of April and I wanted to be confident that the baby would be able to take milk from a bottle as well as the breast, which would allow me to come to meetings. That's now happening. I'm here, my husband's doing a wonderful job. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would like to join you. And the reason I didn't apply was because I don't like to apply for things where I'm not confident I'm going to be able to do it properly. And I have that confidence and I'd like to join you. Okay, thank you. So we'll reinstate, if everyone's happy, reinstate standing yeah. orders again. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the proposal there is, as I see it, and please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, is that council fundamentally are in favour of proceeding with co-option to bring the council back to full strength uh, and that we need to keep the timetable as tight uh, as we can. Um, if we're going to advertise in Frodham Life then that would mean that we, we would not be able to invite people to speak until September. Uh, that's the proposal as I see it at the moment. Um, and also it's been, could that be included in the same proposal or uh, is that a, a, a percentage of councillors do not think it necessary to advertise in Frodham Life? That's no, a bit longer. No, the proposal would be to proceed with yeah, co-option, yeah. to advertise in Frodham Life with a view to co-opting yeah, the okay. Can I suggest okay. the festival in the park is added as well? Okay, so that's, th that's the proposal. So if we can have a proposer uh, for that proposal, so that's Councillor Judith Critchley, and a seconder for it. Well, I will, I presume you have got Festival of the Park in there, yeah? Yeah, yeah so Councillor Andrew Dawson is second in that. And if we have a vote on that, a show of hands on that proposal. And against. So that proposal. And I'm abstaining on that vote. So that vote. So can we just do that again? Proposed by Councillor Critchley, seconded by Councillor Alton. No, seconded by, by Councillor Andrew Dawson. Dawson. Can you make sure it means that? Yeah, Judith make sure that Judith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. clarity. Yeah. And uh, show of hands. So three in favour. 
against four against and one abstention. So that's not carried. So the second stage of the proposal would be to proceed with the co-option, advertise wild, as wildly as, as we can, but not in Frodsham Life, advertise at the Festival in the Park on the 7th of July with a view to co-opting in September. Okay, can I have a proposal yeah, can for that? Can we just go ahead before, and it's another month before the 7th yeah. of July. We can only take that one proposal at a time. Okay, so... But before we do, can we just understand the shortest time frame so that my colleagues here are appreciative of what is required? Because if, if it is that there's no alternative other than to wait until the 7th of July, surely we all want to emphasise the festival in the park. So could you help us with the time frame, please? So the time frame, the next full, well, you could call an extraordinary council meeting at any point, but the next full council meeting is scheduled for September, is that? 22nd, 22nd of July. 22nd of July. If I was to advertise now, in 14 days, and today is the 10th, so that's the 24th of June. Plus a couple of days, yeah. Which would potentially mean you could co-opt in July. So when would you want the application forms in from people? I've put on the notice giving 14 days. So if we went, so 14 days to advertise, then 14 days, we're talking 28 days from now, where does that take us to? Well, that would mean that would take us beyond the festival, then. That's right, that's right. Yeah. So, inevitably, yeah. it makes sense to advertise the festival in the park, even if it is. Here's the application form, get it in tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. or whatever the, the date would be. Yeah, yeah. 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 we emphasise that, look, you know, you can't think about this for weeks. You've so, got how, to get it. how are we going to get it advertised for people who don't have internet access or maybe not going to be mobile enough to come to a festival in the park? Notice boards, the only other place. not ideal really is it? No. Are we happy to accept the proposal that the... Anybody who's interested in co-opting, it's obviously comes to the meetings and that don't they? Anybody who's wanting so, to come uh, join apart the from Ward's side, where, what other wards are there seats available? There's, there's one in Castle Ward right. and one in Overton and Five Crosses. Right, so really as councillors for our ward yeah. we could get out exactly. and put the word out. Yeah. That surely is part of us. Yes. Yeah. So, can, can I sorry, uh, Donna, If you were going to do that, maybe, I know it's, it's all down to cost, but maybe some look like five leaflets. I didn't think that, yeah. Do light boxes. You soon get to say cost as the fudgeable yeah. reference. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, as, as, as a counsellor, we would go and take that one. cost on, surely. Yeah. If I wanted to. I wasn't suggesting that you take the cost off. No, no, it's, well, it's not going to be a fortune, is it? But it's not a fortune to put a quarter page in Frodham Life. Mm -hmm. It's just the time scale of the Frodham Life that I've It could have been the July edition, and that would tie in nicely with Festival in the Park, with a closing date for the end of July, maybe. Before the next council meeting, before the July council meeting. Or I, I just personally think it would be better done now and then we could co-opt in July. Okay guys, we need to, you know, I appreciate, we, we have, you know, it's good that we have two sides to this discussion, but uh, we, we need a proposal out of this and did, did you actually... So proposal the there. proposal would be to proceed with co-option, to advertise the co-option 
on the 7th of July in the notice boards on the website with a view to co-opting on the 22nd of July. Okay, that's the proposal. So we can have somebody to propose okay. that? Can I, before we do that... We can't alter well, the proposal. No, I just want to, want, to, want to clarify the fact then that, that somebody could actually be on the council the 27th of July. 22nd. Potentially, unless right. you decided not to take any of the round new... So, seconded. Thank you. Oh, can we have a vote, please? So, four, four, against, three, and I'm abstaining. So we go ahead and appetise the co-option, and we'll not be appetising in front line. Okay, item 47 is a committee item, it's really just a note, uh, isn't it really, To because we would appoint people at committee, wouldn't we? So really, let's say that because Councillor Stockton was unable to attend the uh, last, well, the first full council meeting, when the council um, appointed two committees, um, I understand that Councillor Stockton would be interested in being uh, appointed to the planning committee. Yeah, um, I mean, if there's a vacancy there, because I'm a reserve on that, but um, we yeah. did struggle. I'm a reserve as well. Yeah, uh, we did struggle uh, last week, didn't we, and had to yeah. postpone the meeting because we didn't have, uh, we weren't at quarrel. So, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's, that could. I think that could have been done at at the committee, couldn't it? We don't we, we, like we don't to approve. Well, it doesn't have to be approved by full council. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, so, that, so the proposal then is that uh, Councillor Stockton is appointed uh, as a full-time member, not a reserve, to the planning committee. I'll propose that, if I could have a seconder for that. Thank you, Pat Williamson has uh, seconded that. And if we could have a show of hands, please. And that's unanimous. Carried, thank you very much. Um, Clark's report uh, to receive any information items. Over to you, John. I've just, I've just got one really to uh, impart here. Fortune Town Council have had the offer of a huge oil painting that was done by a Reverend Green, who I believe would be in his hundreds now if he was still alive. Anyway, this painting is, we marked it out on the wall upstairs, it's bigger than a door, it's, it's uh -huh. big, and it won't go in an ordinary car. Is it any good? We don't know. <laughs> we don't it's know. been a difficult one, I've been aware of this for a couple of weeks, it's, and it's been... Where's it coming from? Penrith. It, it, well, it's... Is it, is that, it wasn't an abstract period, was it? No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no it's, I believe it's a, it's a scene. It's a Penrith postcode, but it's, it's Keswick, isn't it, really? Or Kendall okay. Lake District. Um, it's too big to go in a car, so um, the suggestion is that, that Lionel, our uh, estate manager, uh, with the FTC van, he would need to go out of county, but the proposal is that Lionel goes and collects this painting one day this week. He's actually on a course, the second day of a course tomorrow, so he's not available. He is aware of it, and although it's a task that you could argue is, is giving him as that, he's quite happy to... Uh, to, to do that, so I, I don't. 
if I may, you know, I mean, I've stole your, your sort of bit, really, but uh, I think seeing as this painting has been given to us, um, you, you know, it, it would be impolite to refuse it. To have it brought down by a courier, we've looked at it. And it, it, it would be quite... Quite you expensive. don't actually know what the scene is. Frontium. Oh, it is a frontium. It is definitely yeah. frontium. Yeah. Frontium, full stop. What do you do with it? Hang it. Where? I think it's put in the chairs. I don't know. For the purpose, <laughs> yeah, for the purposes of the take, I was. <laughs> no, I, I mean it, it's really a catch twenty-two. You, you know, to have refused it would have been. It would right rude, and I can imagine when that had got round Frodium, how that would have been perceived. Um, sending Lionel up there and the price of diesel is a lot less than it would have been um, to brought it down by a courier. So, you, you know, my my suggestion is that we we note that Lionel will be going for it if, if everybody's reasonably happy with that. Are we okay that the Castle Park Trust would be happy for it to be hung? Somewhere in this building, well, it it's, not going, to, it's not yeah. going to fit in the office. Or, or it, yeah, could, it, it, door, could, it could go in any any new premises that we move to as well. I think it's forty nine inches by forty one. Yeah, um, I'm going to be flippant here and say it could go on the ceiling and be our answer to the Sistine Chapel or something. Yeah, could be up to that is being very flippant on oh, tape. Well, and I'm sure well, I'll I'll just put it on top of the wall and accidentally lose it. What was the name of the Reverend I was just going to recommend that we review already whether he's exhibited at the Royal Academy <laughs> and sees it worth millions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we, I have had a look. Online, wow. and there are paintings of his available in the region of between three and five hundred pounds. Okay. Okay. I was going to say it could be seen as being an investment then, couldn't it? Let's have a look at it first. affect our insurance. Yeah, yeah, we are increasing it by a million. Somebody decides to run off with it. <laughs> So that's okay. Yeah, sorry if I hijacked there, but as I say, I've had a bit of uh, background knowledge. Andrew? Could I request two items to go on the uh, agenda for our meeting in July? Um, and they're both to do with grant applications, which may very well be outside our, our budgets and all the rest of it. But I've been approached by both the, the Frodham Junior Football Club uh, with regard to support for their 3G pitch. Uh, they're about 60,000 short of their around about a million pounds they're seeking and they will be asking for help uh, and I've suggested they turn up and use public speaking time on the, the 22nd to, to have a look at it but I think it'd be sensible to have it on the agenda in any event and the other one is the Youth Association and their, their needs for their building they've just been hit with a very significant uh, need for I think from that that thing was 10,000 pounds I saw this morning uh, and so if we're going to discuss those things, it makes sense we discuss both of them at the same time. Maybe we're not able to do anything, but it's, it's worth having them on the agenda. We've okay. um, PMP managed the grants applicable scheme, mm. and in about October time we do them. That's absolutely fine. I think the, these are large mm. and out with the norm. Oh, uh, no. I actually just think, it's because they're also two almost iconic mm. things for the town. There was an agreement 
in the budget for £10,000 for the Fottering Youth Association? We've set aside, we've not agreed that we're paying no. to them. Okay. Well, it's, I'd say, I request both of those items to go on the uh, agenda, and we can do the research between now and then as to what the best... Yes, thank you, Andrew. Uh, Joe, any other items for, on, under the Clare? Council of Surgeries, who's going to mention that? Council of Surgeries is the other thing. Um, I have put an email out. Uh, Councillor Critchley and Councillor Poulton are going to be running a surgery how, how, once a month? Possibly then? once a month, and we were thinking of doing it at the parish hall, you know, the church run a coffee morning there. Um, it's working well for our PCSO. He does a police surgery there every so often, and we thought we might start doing a councillor surgery. Uh, it's just a case of whether anybody else was interested in getting involved or running their own councillor surgeries every sort, doesn't have to be every month, but um, you know, to just to sort of try and get more involved with the community and their issues. Mm. I'd like to do something like that, but I, it's a Thursday morning, so I'd have to do it a different time. Yeah. Yeah, again. It'd be nice to coordinate it through yeah, the office yeah. if we were again, to do more councillor surgeries. In principle, mm. it's a good idea. I think um, you know, you you may have to wear yeah. armour. Um, but I think it's a good idea uh, for, for, you know, if we make ourselves available, then people yeah. can't say that they've not had the opportunity to speak to us. Yeah. But I, same as Debbie, would, would find it quite difficult. Although I'm working yeah. sort of less than I was now deliberately, um, I, I would maybe find it difficult. But in principle, I think it's yeah. a good idea. Would it idea. just be like a, if you can turn up? Yeah, mm. yeah. And, I, and the other thing is, you know, I mean, it, being held in the town centre, we'll get people from all wards coming in, and um, you know, we obviously we deal with them, try and help them, but also refer things to various ward councils mm -hmm. if it was appropriate. So I work shift work, so obviously yeah. I wouldn't be able to go yeah. every. I mean, a lot of what we get asked tends to be Cheshire West. You know, referring people to Cheshire West, but you know, we still try and help people. Mm -hmm. I'm so I work shift, so I can't attend every. So, but you're happy for if we if yeah, we perhaps trial it and feedback, yeah. and if anybody wants to get involved, we we'll let you know when, which Thursday, because we've not agreed it with the church yet. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That'd be a Thursday morning. I'd get yeah, I mean maybe that the scope to do one on a Saturday somewhere. Mm. I think Thursday is probably when you're going to get the the greatest yeah. footfall, isn't it? Because yeah, of the market yeah. and the yeah. fact that. You know, lots of people come up to, to, to Costa on a Thursday, don't they? Which is, you know, and people come to the church all uh, mm. coffee morning, don't they, as yeah. well? So, yeah. Okay. They've got some kind of banner or something that you could put out to say that there's a surgery. We haven't yet. No. That people died in, because people have got to know that you're there, haven't they? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Joe, any other items there? Nothing further from me. Okay, guys, just to note then that uh, item 49, the date of the next full council meeting is Monday the 22nd of July. And item 50, I'd like to close this meeting at uh, 20.03. Thank you.